Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Wall Street is a freak and the Dow is down more than 800 points right now. This started earlier when we saw the Dow futures down nearly 500. It has been a wild, wild day and we ain't done with the day. That much is for sure. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-468-8669-833. Got Tony. Now, just before we, we, we came on, there's Joe Biden. He's the president of the United States actually talking about the economy, which I guarantee you is something he doesn't want to do at all. The last thing Biden wants to do is talk about what's happening. He doesn't want to talk about gas prices. He doesn't want to talk about food prices. Oh, my gosh. He wants nowhere around this subject. But he's talking about the economy. Now, this is, it, full disclosure, I didn't get to hear it. I was doing some other work. I, so I, I got to work sometime. So we're going to do this together. We're going to hear what Joe Biden had to say about the economy. He had himself a whole presser. And don't worry, when he gets a little silly, I will interject. We knew that we needed to launch a wartime effort to get the uh, America vaccinated and pass a powerful American rescue plan. We did both those things. And now the forecasters have doubled their projections for growth this year in the economy to 7% or higher. Okay, I'm done. Why is it so difficult for this administration to recognize that they had nothing without Trump and they missed their own goals and they have created the scenario and the situation by which people are vaccine hesitant and you're already discussing the Lambda variant and the and the Delta variant, the one from Peru, the Lambda variant, the one from India, the Delta variant that might bring shutdowns again. Do you know what the levels of mask madness are right now? I'll share it with you in a little bit. The places that are bringing back the masks and they can't prove a value. They can't prove a science to the mask. But you don't think that these things are going to have an effect on that Super V uh, recovery? By the way, Trump had predicted the Super V. I thought it would be more like a long U. I thought it would take more time. But we see people wanting to bounce back. Don't worry. The Biden administration will make sure it takes longer. Let them continue. In fact, the U.S. is the only developed country in the world where growth projections today are stronger than they were before the pandemic hit. At the same time, companies across the country are giving workers a raise. Unusual thing. (laughs) And the number of new unemployment claims has been cut by more than half since I took office. And by the way, two weeks ago, I issued a major executive order promoting fair and open competition, which is the cornerstone, the cornerstone of American capitalism. You understand what a liar he is. The country opened up. You didn't create the job. Stop saying so. It's the problem here is the flat out insult to the American people as if we don't notice. The problem is there are some American people who don't notice. They don't notice. They aren't aware. 
If you open up a nation again and people get back to work, are you creating jobs? Well, it takes putting it in that phraseology in order to, to get to an honest answer. They don't do that. They don't say, oh, look, creating jobs. La, 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 la. I assume that's what they do when no one's looking. La, 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 la. But we know that it's nonsense. Anyway, back to Joe. Banning non-compete clauses, that's suppressed workers' wages, lowering the price of things like hearing aids, prescription drugs, internet service, along with dozens of other actions. Folks, it turns out capitalism is alive and very well. We're making serious progress to ensure that it works the way it's supposed to work, for the good of the American people. First, nobody tell Ocasio-Cortez she's going to be wicked pissed. Secondly, capitalism working the way it's supposed to work, I start getting the, the creepies. Because if you think that, that Joe Biden has an understanding of the way it's supposed to work, um, well, you, you, you would be wrong. Let's hear more. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. Record growth. Record job creation. Workers getting hard-earned breaks. Look, we brought this economy back from the brink. And we've designed our strategy not only to provide for a temporary boost, but to lay the foundation for a long-term boom that brings everyone along. You know, that's why we designed the American Rescue Plan to help not just all those, uh, everyone at once, but over the course of a full year and beyond. So we could help families and small businesses weather the ups and downs of our, as the economy recovers from a historic pandemic. And there are going to be ups and downs. We saw a great example of that just last week. For the first time, monthly payments began going out to nearly every working family raising a child in the United States of America. Thanks to the expanded child tax credit in the American Rescue Plan, $300 a month going out for each child under the age of six and $250 for every child six through 17. You understand that's a loan, right? The problem with this child tax credit is that people have not been paying attention to where this money is. There's a child tax credit. People who have children get the child tax credit. This expanded child tax credit sends you the money now against the credit you get. There are people opting out. The Wall Street Journal did an entire piece about this. Opting out of the tax credit because they fear they are going to owe you took a tax credit, decided to make it an early payment, and then had the audacity, or as they say in the French, the cojones, to then say you've done more to eliminate child poverty in one year than anybody else. That's stunning. Every month for the next six months, with more coming in the spring, that money is a game changer. For some, it's a lifesaver. Think of the single mom 
struggling to put food on the table each month. The parent has to tell their kid, I'm sorry, honey, but, but, but we can't afford those dance classes or the sports team you want to play in this fall. We can't do it. You know, they can't wait for the credit against their taxes to be coming next year as a tax credit. They need cash in their pockets today. For families of the least, this money will do the most, dramatically reducing child poverty in America. And for millions of middle-class families, it'll give them a little bit of breathing room every month. What it will do is continue to create the problem of hiring in the United States. Joe Biden earlier lauded the fact that people are getting raises. I have no issue with people getting raises. I, Me, I want a raise. Producer Ari wants a raise. He's not getting one, but he wants one. That's a rational thing. People want to get more dollars for what they do. What is irrational is that Joe Biden is proudly competing with the private sector. We give out this extended unemployment benefit, that extended unemployment benefit. We're going to give this early cash because people don't understand what they're going to have to pay back on the other side. And you 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 just pay the people more. You're competing with the private sector, and there is a conversation of what the market will bear. You think you're supporting capitalism when you're saying, we don't care about the market, we just want what we want. It's not the way it works. When I negotiate, I'm not negotiating on what I think the market will bear. I'm negotiating on what I think my value is to an employer. What is the maximum amount of dollar that I can get from them where they still can get from me that plus one? Because I understand the employer has to make a dollar off of me. If the, if the employer is paying me $10 an hour and I provide them $10 worth of service an hour, there's no need to hire me. I'm valueless. Now, maybe they needed the thing, but the truth is what they need to create is $11 an hour worth of value. If you tell, if you tell me the employee sees that as wrong, the employee doesn't understand their job. The only value the employee offers the employer is that plus. You are paid for a service, and that service allows the company to create a plus. That plus is then what the product sold, the thing created. That allows for the next hour's worth of service to be provided by the employee. Now, the employee has, of course, incredible bargaining power because the employee can leave. And the employer can has, says, hmm, well, are they worth more? Because, you know, if they only create a dollar's more worth of value when they're really not worth, I, I, I don't have to pay them more. I can't afford to pay them more. But if they're worth creating an extra $7 an hour, I can pay them maybe an extra two because I'm still getting five. Everybody's happy. Employees don't know that's how it works. Employees have never been explained. People never explained that, that, that that's how it works. Do you not understand what the employer is trying to do? What the employer has to create in order for you to still be paid each and every hour? And in the hours when something goes wrong, when a line is down, when a widget isn't working, when a something isn't selling, you're still getting paid creating zero value. 
Don't you understand for that risk there is a reward? I put forth to you that Joe Biden clearly knows nothing uh, about capitalism, but he is not lauding capitalism. He's fighting it. Proudly. That's just one example of how we're building an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. But despite that progress, we cannot afford to be complacent. We know that our economic recovery hinges on getting the pandemic under control. You know, and, uh, and by fully vaccinating 160 million Americans, or 80% of our seniors, we fundamentally changed the course of the pandemic. For one that threatens all Americans, to a disease that has the most severe impacts only on the unvaccinated people in the country. But we can't let up, especially since and because of the Delta variant, which is more more transmissible and more dangerous. Whoa, 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 and whoa. What do you mean? We understand that the Delta variant from India is able to move pretty fast. But more dangerous how? Do we have numbers? Do we have the data in? I'm asking. We might have it. I'd love to go over it. Of the amount of people dying from Delta? Now, one of the things that he's discussing, I hear this from doctors. People do die still from COVID. The people who are vaccinated are not the ones dying. You can argue it from now until the end of time. I'm not an anti-vax guy. I don't think you have to get vaccinated. That's 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 totally up to you. I have, I have no problem whether you get vaccinated or not. You live your life your way. I'm I'm not here to 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 judge it. I'm going to go about doing my thing. I am unworried about you, which is why I won't wear a mask again. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, people have made decisions. And they now have to live with that decision without me having to suffer. I will not be put upon by a government or anyone else in order to... You have to wear a mask because of the spread of COVID. Nope, I've made a call. I either got vaccinated or didn't get vaccinated. I made a decision, whether it's through active, being active or, or, or being passive. But I'm not wearing a mask to protect somebody else. Screw them. I'm not trying to be rude. I am trying to push forth a freedom agenda. The person who decided not to get vaccinated is on their own. And the person who decides to get vaccinated should not be told they have to suffer because of somebody else. They made their call. Why is this so hard to understand? They bought their ticket. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. That line from Airplane Works. Now, as a president of the United States, you want to keep promoting vaccines? Great. Go ahead. I'm not going to tell the guy not to. The vaccine that Trump created and got into the world so quickly when everybody said it was impossible. That vaccine. But I'm not about to sit here and push the idea that people who are vaccinated have to wear a mask. No chance. People who are unvaccinated don't have to wear a mask. Nope. We all have to get on with our lives. 
Meanwhile, I'll have more of Joe Biden talking about uh, the uh, economy. I got a one-two punch on dash cams that I want to get to. And Senator Tim Scott is rolling in bank, people. 2022 is the name of the game. Let's get with the program. I'm Tony Katz. I promised I would get into masks, and I will, because what the American Academy of Pediatrics just said is, get ready to keep your kids at home. I don't know what else to tell you. Tony Katz. Tony Katz uh, today. The story I wanted to get to was 2022. I am asked all the time about what I think about 2024. You think think, uh, Ron DeSantis is going to run? You think Trump's going to run? None of that matters. None of it matters. It's a worthless conversation. 2022, which has already started, controlling the Senate and getting control of the House, well, that's a very important conversation. And one of the stories out there is that Tim Scott, the senator from South Carolina, brought in $9.6 million in the second quarter. He has $14.4 million for his reelect in 2022. That's pretty good. That's pretty dang impressive. What we're seeing here is a guy who is taking his, his uh, reelect seriously. He's taking the opportunity to get reelected seriously and he's showing force remember that tim scott is on a presidential long list and a vice presidential short list that starts and ends with tim scott he could be thinking 2024 we need to be thinking 2022 beginning to end Making sure guys like that get reelected is is certainly a big part of it. From there, all things are possible. Focus is really important. The mask insanity and more from President Biden on the economy and Lord only knows. Oh, that's right. His love of censorship. (laughs) Those stories are coming up. I'm Tony Katz. So it's a one-two on dash cams and why they're important and why they indeed save lives because they 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 do. I don't I don't think we're in a place to deny such a thing, are we? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's great to be with you. Here's the first one. The first one comes out of New York, where according to officials, Suffolk County. You had a woman who, who was arrested, a black woman claiming she was assaulted by police, 
And after you see the dash cam footage, you're like, yeah, this is completely untrue. Suffolk County executive saying the idea that this woman was physically assaulted uh, is false. The evidence, in fact, indicated these officers acted in the best interest of this victim. Now, we're getting into the conversation of the fact that people lie. And people do lie. And people lie because, well, they think they can get something out of that, uh, out of lying. They can see a value in lying. They think that there's something to gain from their lying. And very often what they gain is, uh, well, it's, it's, it's twofold. Number one could be a little bit of reputation capital. And number two is they're looking for a little bit of luck. People will say things in the assumption and in the belief that you will absolutely positively believe them or they can gain a little bit of reputation capital or you will be so ashamed that you won't move forward because you fear what could be said of you. This is certainly true when it comes to race relations. We discuss how people, like, uh, for example, there was a traffic stop with a member of the Minnesota, uh, was it their legislature? Black man was pulled over, and when he got the ticket, he said, you're only giving me this ticket because I'm black. Now they're pushing to have him resign. That's correct. He should resign. Look what he just said about a cop with no facts whatsoever. He's the one who was, I think, was missing a license plate. He's the one who was, was I think it was a conversation of speeding or just pulling off. And, and that's what gathered the attention of the police officer. Oh, you're only giving this to me because I'm black. You cannot go about making those claims just to make those claims. That's not how any of this works. You cannot be that person. Because if you're that person, well, then we've got a much bigger problem. You're encouraging others to decide that anything they did wrong, well, it's just because you don't look because of the color of my skin. We saw a black woman cause an accident. We have the video. Police have the dash cam video. She gets the citation, and she's ah, you only you only did it because because uh, I'm black. The video is there. You pulled out, weren't looking at traffic, caused an accident. People watching that would agree. You pulled out in front of a car. That was coming, you know, uh, let's say north-south, you're going east-west, you pulled out in front of that car. Sometimes you're guilty of the accident. Sometimes you're guilty of it. Now, I don't know in that case if you call it an accident, but you know what I mean. But if you immediately claim, well, it's because I'm black, well, what you're saying is, I think I can shame you and threaten you 
with racial this, that, and the other, bias, whatever you want to call it, so you'll leave me alone. Or worse, I'll internalize the excuse to further prove what a bigoted, awful nation it is. Can we put an end to the idea of America as the bigoted, awful nation? Here's a, here's a good way to, 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 to do just that. Take a look at Cuba. In Cuba, they are not upset because they don't have COVID vaccine. That's not it. They're upset because they're not free and communism sucks. That's why they are upset. And what they want is to be free. Just so we understand each other. They want to be free. So what are they doing? They're holding up American flags and begging the United States for help. Now I ask you, the United States is a bigoted, racist, awful, terrible, horrible nation. Why would they be doing this? Why would they be doing this? If the United States, if they're carrying American flags and asking for the U.S.'s help, well then what to make of Representative Ocasio-Cortez's commentary that all the problems in Cuba are called by the, caused by the U.S. Uh, to call on the United States to lift its embargo on Cuba. And the United States was one of the only uh, countries that voted no. The embargo, the U.S. embargo, is absurdly cruel. And like other U.S. policies, particularly other U.S. policies targeting Latin Americans and Latinos, the cruelty is the point. And I outright reject the Biden administration's defense of the embargo, where they say or they have said that they wanted to maintain the the embargo as it is a source of leverage and pressure. There is no way where it is acceptable for us to use cruelty as a as a point of leverage against everyday people period lie and a fool and an ignorant one at that why would these people we're attacking 24 7 365 with our disgusting terrible very awful embargo be carrying american flags which by the way they had to have had hidden for a good long time and wanting our help Who's right and who's wrong? The people of Cuba are right, and Representative Ocasio-Cortez, a know-nothing who is proud of it, is wrong. She's entitled to have these ridiculous, nonsense points of view. Because she never once has to deal with the ramifications of her actions. This is what happens when you're an elitist, bigot snob. That's who she is! It's not my fault for noticing! She just says it because it sounds good and a bunch of uneducated people agree with her. She gets invited on TV to talk about this uneducated nonsense. But none of it has to do with the facts on the ground. The facts on the ground indicate that sometimes you're guilty. And you don't get to say you're not guilty because of the color of your skin. Now, it's also true that sometimes people will say things or do things because of the color of your skin or because of your religion. It was another weekend of Jews getting attacked all across the country. And by the way, it wasn't in Alabama. I said all across the country, but no, it wasn't in Alabama. 
wasn't in Mississippi, wasn't in Indiana. I love it when when you hear me, oh, Indiana is just part of the South, you know. You know, it used to be controlled by the KKK. That's absolutely true. And it's not today. But I love the people who somehow think Indiana should remain guilty of that fact. It's like what they do to the South. Um, oh, the Southern states. You think the South of Alabama today is like the South of Alabama in 1953? Because if you do, chances are you've never sexually satisfied anybody. Chances are you're a fool. Chances are you're ignorant. Chances are you're so busy talking and talking points, you've never once asked yourself the question, wait a second, is it the same? Oh, Mississippi. Oh, you know all about Mississippi. Do you? I don't, I don't think people do. No, where the Jews are getting attacked is New York. Woke New York. Lefty New York. Inclusive New York. That's where Orthodox Jews are getting attacked in broad daylight. That's where people are having acid poured on them in broad daylight. That's where women are getting attacked with their children in broad daylight. That's where Asians are getting attacked, wait for it, in broad daylight. Not in Alabama. Well, Tony, there are no Jews in Alabama. Oh, so all the anti-Semites moved to New York because that's where the Jews were? What? You really want this to be your argument? You, that's, that's fine. Let's just leave you to the side just for a moment. You can't determine that anything a cop does, well, it's because uh, they, they were after me because they're racists. But that is very much the argument made by the Ocasio-Cortezes of the world. They want to create the situation where the immediate default, the Pavlovian response, is cops bad, cops racist, cops bigoted. Oh, you know, they probably did it because they were black. Oh, look, they're black. See, it just fits the narrative. All said, all done, all good. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's obvious that, that people are moving in that, you know, moving that kind of agenda in, in uh, down the line they, they they want you to to buy into that and to believe that you 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 should not you should not this this ties in uh to uh the critical race theory this ties into the critical race theory where you have do you remember this 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 woman um who was uh the, it was a conversation about oh what's the word i'm looking for Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, okay, I got it. Sorry, it, it took me it took me a second. She's the one who was saying uh, that uh, she's tired of these uh, racist people who are anti-science and anti-education and anti-this and anti-that and anti-worker and anti-healthcare and the people who are opposed to critical race theory. Let them die. Do you remember her? This was this was just last week. Let them die, is what she said. It's a pretty evil thing to say. I mean, disgusting, if, if, if you want to know the truth. Her name is Michelle Leet. She's a member of the NAACP, and she's part of the PTA. And she gave this whole statement to a, to a group of people. Opposed critical race theory, let them die. Well, she has now been let go by the PTA. 
she got let go because they simply can't abide that. Which I was thrilled to see because you should not support people who say, you know what, uh, you can't tell people to die. But that is what they believe. Look at the radicalness. Parents opposed to critical race theory just don't want hate taught in the school. They don't want to teach oppressed and oppressor. They don't want to teach this bigotry. No one is discussing don't discuss uh, slavery. The NAACP put out a statement that the Fairfax County NAACP is aware of the false narrative in the media regarding our first vice president related to a recent rally in support of Fairfax County public school students. Fairfax County NAACP does not condone or support violence of any kind, whether we agree with an individual's ideas or not. We believe in peaceful demonstration and activism in order to achieve social justice and equity. But we will always stand in opposition to anti-diversity and anti-equity rhetoric and any ideas or policies that further an inequitable agenda. Stop talking, we see you. The equity conversation is equality of outcomes, which is disgusting and un-American. But you don't believe in social justice. You don't believe in, 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 in diversity. And clearly your people don't because they think those who disagree should die. But it's all about setting that narrative. You hear something, Pavlovian, they want you to respond. That's exactly what's going on here. She said people should die and she's getting defended. Don't worry, she'll be on with another group anytime now. Anytime now. Because there are people who absolutely agree with her. They absolutely agree with her. Let those people who are opposed critical race theory die. Oh, cop gave you a ticket? Must be a racist. It's possible a cop is a racist. Every, every cop is a racist? That's not possible. Just like it's not possible that America is this evil place when Cubans will do anything to get here. I'm Tony Katz. I find it very difficult to believe any polling after... uh, Romney Obama after uh, Trump Biden. I and never mind Trump uh, Hillary. I it it it's hard to to buy in and believe and 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 this is on nearly any subject. But there are some things that just rationally I'd be like, yeah, I'll believe that. I'll believe that. Um, they did a this is a, who's this a, the Hill reporting it. A poll that finds many Americans now want to secede from the United States. 37% of respondents indicating a willingness to secede. I, I would assume it's that number all the time. A third of Americans always want out. That, that's my take. Now, are a third of Americans willing to do the work <laughs> to, to get out? That's a whole different conversation. But, of course, the way The Hill does it, it's all about the South. Southern Republicans grew from polling conducted in January. 
Went from 50% in January to 66%. They followed it up with, hooey! Guys, if, if did anybody do this polling of of Trump haters in in uh, June of of 2017 or January of 2017 or what do you, what am I supposed to do with this information? I assume in a healthy republic like ours, there's always a segment of the population who are like, "Screw it, we can do it better. I don't need any of this." It's part of the American spirit. No, I, I don't take any of these numbers as as problematic. They're the numbers. Eh. Meanwhile, Joe Biden not necessarily apologizing to Facebook. DACA deemed illegal. I've got more of it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.